0: Feral Audio.
1: Hey PYHT listeners, it's Cameron. As of right now, there are still late show tickets available for my stand up special taping in Chicago at Thalia Hall. The show is on 12:10. That would be Thursday night, December 10th. And the show's at 10:30. You can go to thaliahall.com. You could also look at my Instagram or Twitter. It's all up there. We would love to see you there. Also, if that's not working out for you How about Madison, Wisconsin This weekend, the 3rd, 4th, and 5th of December At the Comedy Club on State All information is at CameronEsposito.com I can't wait to see you there Put your hands together Put your hands together
0: Put your hands together Put your hands together Put your What's up hands everybody? Together. Thanks for coming out to your Put your hands together
1: everybody how are you doing oh guys that's uh that was pretty good Uh, that was pretty good it's my favorite part of doing stand-up is reminding people that that was pretty good but uh Hudson how are you guys doing tonight it always is better the second time it's always that's what I'm talking about you got to edit You gotta
0: edit.
1: <laughs> you gotta edit. You think that first Travis is sweet, baby? Uh-huh. How you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> See, that's that third pass. You took that third pass and punched up real nice. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, my name is Paul Danke. I'm your host tonight. Yeah. yeah, I know uh, not ex- not, a lot of you are probably expecting uh, Cameron and Rhea to be here tonight. They couldn't be here. They had a little small family emergency. Everything's fine? Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. I am very close personal friends with Cam and Rhea. Very close personal friends. I even dress like them, all right? <laughs> very close personal friends. They asked me huh, to host last minute. Swooped in. Here I am. Nice, right? Nice guy. A little goodwill coming this guy's way. You're excited to see your friends Cam and Rick. Oh, but here's Paul. You're like, I'm kind of looking for another thing, but now I'm, Ooh, now I'm warming up to this guy. He's nice. He's animated for everyone in the back row to see. Huh? I flossed for you. Look at these
0: things. Look at them.
1: Ooh. That does remind me I do have to see the dentist. I, I wish I brought this with me. My dentist sent me a postcard uh, hey, it's been seven months, okay? <laughs> What's going on with that plaque, you know? Come on in. So he sends me a postcard. You all get postcards from your dentist? How about a round of applause if you get a postcard reminding you to come see your dentist? Okay, a lot of you know what I'm talking about. My dentist's postcard is a picture of him on a crotch rocket. A sport motorcycle with his little dog on his lap. (laughs) On the highway, not just parked, he got an action shot. He got his friend Dale to come out with him on the windy roads of Malibu to get a sick pic of him and his cute little pooch. (laughs) fun. What does your dentist postcard look like? A fucking tooth? <laughs> you know what I mean? My guy's the real deal. All right, he's so Hollywood, he's into Luca Lake. You know what I mean? True Hollywood. Real deal. Uh, happy December 1st, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Happy holidays to everyone that celebrates whatever the fuck they want. And if you don't, fucking December, right? <sighs> That's uh, 12-1. Uh, if you haven't got your parents to pay that rent for you yet, time to <laughs> send a text. Get that rent paid. You want to be out on your ass January. Tough month to find rent in L.A. Been there. Done that. No thanks. <laughs> You guys are great. I love how loose and chill this crowd has become. Thanks, guys. I feel like I'm in my own fucking home right now. You guys are hiding in the dark back there. That's super tight. Now I'm out of the light. It's giving up my power, but I don't need it. I don't need it. i a power trip tonight. I'm on a friendly thing. Uh, what's up? Now I'm here in the way dark. I want to be one of you all, guys. Oh, thanks, dude. A little back rub wouldn't hurt, but... She's loving it, guys. I got a little whisper in my ear. Things are going good from this wing. And uh, now I see what they're seeing over there. You guys got a little cross uh, eye contact situation, which is a whole other show. You guys, I F in them. <laughs> Me too. What's up, West Wing? <laughs> uh, I actually am really bad with directions. What direction? Fuck it. <laughs> I got north. I got south. Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. Google it. Put it in the GPS. Uh, oh, this is a tough time of year for a lot of people because they have to deal with their family, and they don't like their family. Uh, but it's Thanksgiving, you got the holidays, all that shit. You don't like them. Your parents are mean. They're judgmental. And I see it all the time on Facebook.
2: Ooh, my mom, ooh, my stepdad, ooh, my older brother, ooh, my aunt is such a bitch, <laughs> Ghost
1: on them. Just ghost. That's it. You hate them, you truly hate your mom, bye-bye. Don't even say goodbye, just be gone, just be gone. She'll see that you're on Facebook and you won't be contacting her. Ooh, you'll drive her crazy, you'll drive her crazy. She'll come begging, she'll come back. Ooh, you bet she'll be back with a sweet soft toe waiting for you. Oh, you better believe it, moms are fucking soft. (laughs) All of them, even the bad ones, the mean moms, fucking soft. I'm a mom, stay-at-home mom, thanks, give it up. True story, guys. If you think I didn't build the sickest gingerbread house yesterday, you were off your ass. (laughs) Off your fucking ass. Things sick. Exterior lighting. Are you drunk? I was. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Of course, you don't come up with a great idea to put exterior lighting on a gingerbread house unless you're fucking drunk. Sober people would never think... Put exterior lighting on a gingerbread house. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sobriety has its place in society, but not in gingerbread house making. Not in, gi- not in merrymaking. Not in merrymaking, okay? We're coming sailing. That means getting drunk and walking through the streets like it's fucking New Orleans or Las Vegas. And that's what they used to do back when America was all puritanical and bullshit. They're just drunk in the streets. Just drunk in the streets. Um, I was uh, I, one thing I love about this this season is uh, I get to see my favorite battle of the worst Christmas songs of all time. My two least I don't know which song is worse. I don't know which song is worse. Maybe you guys can help me. Um, uh, John Lennon's fucking Christmas song. <laughs> His fucking self-righteous noodle whack, just that horrible job, that fucking uh, self-righteous Volvo with a fucking public radio tote, just fucking awful, just cramming their politics down. your, just awful. Or that Paul McCartney Christmas song that's just probably where it's like, it's like if Candyland fucked you, you know, if you got, if Candyland came to life, like Chucky the doll, but it was a board game and then it fucked you. Candyland. Paul McCartney. They're similar. John Lennon. All that annoying shit I mentioned? They're similar. Which is worse? <sighs> <laughs> Kenny Chesney's whole Christmas album. That's worse. That's worse than <laughs> both of those. It's both, dude, that's sweet. Uh, it's awesome. If you haven't seen the poster, the cover of it, it's a uh, K. K-chat. <laughs> Post it up on a... Palm tree, if you will, um, a shirtless, sleeveless, he's known for going sleeveless, sleeveless shirt, and like a sexy, like, I don't know, I don't know where they get these custom Santa hats made, but it was like sexy, you know what I mean, they had like a little bit of like Sinatra fedora, that little tilt that, like, about a bit, you know, that kind of thing, and he's just like, K-Ches guys, give it up for Kenny Chesney, everybody. Ripping his shirts off. You know he donates all the sleeves of his shirts? Thank you. I just got the light, guys. <laughs> um, this show is brought to you by Bud Light tonight. Give it for Bud Light, everybody. Tasting exactly. Can I serve you one? This is not. No. No. Oh, Cop. She... Cop. 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 Narc. Narc. I'm kidding. No. Oh, I can't serve you one. This, I, st- I snuck in for, my, uh, for myself. Um, bastard. Uh, so I grew up without a dad guys and that was a a sweet way to grow up in the 80s before people knew that you shouldn't bully people and like you remember when everyone learns what a word means like puberty or something they all use at the same time well bastard was a fun word for me in the 4th grade Uh, just kidding my dad's alive I wish he was dead Uh, thanks guys (laughs) just kidding I actually love my dad (laughs) Ha! double twist (laughs) Triple twist. Where did I put that paper? <laughs> it's Back pocket. Back pocket, okay. oh, <laughs> Other one. oh. who's watching too close? Hello. What's up? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, uh, I'm married, stop. Just not leave me out of it. Um, I'm married. And one of the fun things about being married is that sometimes someone just starts trying to fuck your wife and you just have to like, <laughs> you know, hey, woo. You gotta, okay. You gotta do a few things. You gotta be mad, hey, but not too mad. Like hey, not mad at her, but mad at the situation. Like hey, but not mad at him for wanting to have sex with your beautiful wife, because of course, hey. (laughs) My wife took her fucking uh, took my car into the mechanic because it's by her work, and uh, when she brought it back, I was driving the next day, and the fucking flashlight rolled up from under the passenger seat into the floor area of the passenger seat. You know what I'm talking about? You're here driving. This is the passenger seat, it rolled out, and I saw it, I caught it out of this eye, and I saw it, and I looked at it twice, and I was like, that is not my fucking flashlight. (laughs) Who the fuck? Who the fuck? And then, of course, I realized that she'd just been to the mechanic shop, and I was like, this is like the fucking scrunchie of the mechanic shop. They just got a bunch of <laughs> dirty flashlights they just leave behind, like, oh, did I uh leave my flashlight in your car? <sighs> <sighs> Let me take this greasy rag and dab my head. Uh, whew, well, I'm uh, about to take a break. You want to go to Carl's Jr. or something? <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? What a creep. But God bless him, dude. I kept that fucking flashlight. You believe that? It was a nice one. (laughs) It's new, guys. Relax. New comedy. I'll spruce it up with some better act-outs in the future. And it will be funnier next time you hear that joke. You know? uh, Give it up for all that brand new shit I threw at you. Come on, I could have come up here with A material. I could have come up here and slaughtered. Did I do that? No, I did not. I know I did not and you're welcome for that because it's not about me tonight I told you this is a favor for Cam and Ray I'm helping I'm being nice I'm doing a nice thing for people Uh, and uh, the nicest thing I'm going to do all night is I'm going to bring to you all these fantastic performers we have on the show tonight you know what clap right now just clap out of enthusiasm for what you're about to see (laughs) I know some of you are a little salty and you can see your girls tonight, but that we'll be back soon, okay? And in the meantime, you'll get to hang out with this guy, who, let's be honest, actually owns the exact same shirt as Ria. We have dressed <laughs> identically to places before. It's beautiful when it happens. We always get a good uh, Instagram pic out of it. <laughs> Guys, uh, I'm so excited to bring up the first performer. Put your hands together one time for the fantastic Neil Nanda, everybody! <laughs>
2: Here we go for Paul, guys. More noise for Paul. Amazing. Incredible. I'm, uh, I'm very excited to be here. Uh, I do live in Los Angeles. I'm dating in Los Angeles, which is fun, uh, but I don't know if I'm dating girls or if I'm just feeding girls. I have no idea. I, uh, I've been going on a lot of feedings lately. Uh, I, uh, I was feeding this girl for like six months and Some people in here have been fed, apparently. Uh, uh, It was going well. It was going well until she sent me a text message. It was a cool text message. She sent me a text message that said, hey, could you come over and help me build my bed? Then maybe we can use it. Right? Exactly. That's the correct response. Uh, My first response, I turned into like a 90s R&B singer. I was like, girl, I'm going to build your bed to lay you down. My second thought was, I can't build a bed. There's no way, there's no way, there's no way I could do that. I can barely make a bed. I can, I can barely build a bear, and I've tried the workshop. <laughs> can't do it. I did do it. I manned up. I went over there. It only took me like an hour and a half, two hours, until I called a man. Uh, it's like, hey, Danny, this is Courtney. He's going to be feeding you from now on. Now I'm gonna watch some porn with headphones on. Got roommates. What are you gonna do? Can't blast porn? Uh. <laughs> I do have a bunch of roommates. Uh, I have four roommates. When you have that many roommates, there's always that one roommate that nobody likes There's always that one asshole roommate. Uh, and I like all my roommates, so I'm pretty sure it's me. Uh, <laughs> Just me. Uh, I do have a favorite roommate. I have a gay roommate who's killing it with a dick right now, just murdering dick. Just murdering that dick game. Just dick's dead every day. (laughs) Like, he brings home a different dude every day. And I had to, a couple weeks ago, I asked him. I said, hey, man, what is that, like, 80 dudes? Like, 90? Where are you at? Like, what's the number? And he goes, dude, I don't know. It's easily in the triple digits. Yeah, it's crazy to me. The amount of girls that I've kissed is barely in the digits. Like, it's at eight, and I'm lying right now. <laughs> it's like six. If I'm counting, spin the bottle. <laughs> Count it. Uh, I do like my roommate. I do uh, I do help him out. Like, we go, we go out together sometimes. We go out. I found out this is a thing at gay clubs. This works at gay clubs. Uh... <laughs> Unemployed Mowgli works at gay clubs, apparently. <laughs> it's a thing. I was uh, I was at this club, I was at the Abbey recently. Anyone been to the Abbey? I was in there. All right, cool. Uh, it's a cool spot. I was, I was hanging out at the Abbey, it was a fun spot. I was chilling, getting free drinks like I do. And, and I was sitting at the bar, and uh, from across the bar, this guy makes like way too much eye contact with me. So I started turning away, and as I'm like slowly turning away, he goes, Hey, yo, Aladdin! <laughs> Why don't you take a magic carpet around this, Dick? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> to which I respond, "Hey, man, what does that what does that mean?" <laughs> to which he responded, "Why don't you rub my magic lamp and find out?" <laughs> so I have a boyfriend now, and, uh, what's going on? Darrell treats me well. He feeds me. He's a good dude. <laughs> He's a great guy. Now. I'm happy for my roommate. I don't know if he's ever going to settle down. I don't know if he's going to do it. But I'm happy that we have marriage equality. He has that right now. That's cool. Congrats, America. Everyone not clapping is Ken Davis. That's cool. That's fine. Um, no, it's I'm, it's amazing that we have that right. It's incredible that it took so long for us to have marriage equality when the only things preventing it was Leviticus, the one verse in the Bible, the, uh, a man may not lie with another man as he does with a woman. Uh, and that's from a book that's been rewritten and retranslated over two thousand years. What if that was a typo? What if that was <laughs> if that was a mistake? What if that was supposed to be a man may not lie to another man <laughs> as he does to a woman? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, the Bro Bible, Book of Bradley. What if that was?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Could have been the case. Been, I think that's what it was. <laughs> No, I'm excited I live here. My, my parents aren't from here. My mom is from this village in India called Vasanth Gunj. And my dad's from another village called Jaipur, which is like 200 miles south. And the way they met, it's a really cute story. Uh, it's actually adorable. The way they met is uh, they were married.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs>
2: they met at the wedding. <laughs> It was cool. I mean, I actually found out the true story, like, what happened, like, how it all went down. Do you guys want to hear the whole story? Do you guys it's like, all right, all right, fuck it. Let's do it. Culture time. I don't know. I don't know why. You shouldn't yell that before saying this story. <laughs> Culture time. All right, um... My dad, my dad lived in America at the time. He was at Georgia Tech, um, and he was like super horny because he was at an engineering school, and this was like the 70s. Uh, this was way before white women fucked Indian dudes. Um, like way before yoga was popular. Uh, there were no Om tattoos on white skin yet. It's uh, a long time ago. So my dad, he he's like, I need to get laid. So he puts his face in a. Indian newspaper in India to get married. He puts his face in his bio. It was like ancient Tinder. And... (laughs) So my dad does that, and my grandpa sees it, and he sees like five dudes that are like him, and he cuts all of them out. Like dudes from all over India, and then my dad from America. He cuts out five bios and faces and hands it to my mom for her to swipe. And... (laughs) (laughs) My mom sees, there's five dudes. There's five guys. And I, my mom sees the five dudes, the profiles. And she's, and she's like, eeny, meeny, miny, the one in America. So, <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, mom. I appreciate that. That was really kind of you. She sees his, she's like, oh, this guy lives in America. He's at a tech school. That's awesome. She writes him a handwritten letter, sends it off to America, My dad is so horny. He writes a letter the day he gets, like, just immediately just cleavage, like, just so excited, (laughs) writes her a letter, sends I don't respond to most text messages. My dad's got a pen and paper ready to go. (laughs) I'm like... So he, he sends that letter. My mom gets it, and she's like, you know, throws away the other dude's letters. Uh, J-poor, gross. And then um, she, she gets his letter, and she goes, I want to meet this guy. So she sends him another letter and says, hey, could you come to India and, like, meet me? My dad is so horny. He gets on a plane the next day. The next day. I don't respond to most booty calls. I'm like, what's parking? What's the parking situation? <laughs> is it difficult? Do I have to move in two hours? <laughs> my dad is on a plane the next day hard dick the whole flight like the whole 22 hours was countdown to ditties. like so excited to get to India so my dad gets to India he lands, he gets off the plane, he meets my mom he meets my grandma, he meets my grandpa they all have dinner together and my dad has to play it cool he can't be too thirsty so he's trying to play, he's trying to play it cool so he's using America as his big dick he's just like oh it's cool, no big deal not a big deal, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool, yeah, no, it's cool, yeah. No, the uh, Olympics? Yeah, I could probably get tickets, no big deal. Uh, big deal. Do you guys have Coca-Cola? We make that, no big deal, it's not a big deal. It's cool. These jeans, J C Penny, no big deal, not a big deal. My mom hears this, and she's in- instantly wet, just immediately, just, Ganges River is happening. <laughs> <laughs> But my grandpa my grandpa's not convinced my grandpa's like you know my gr- first thing my grandpa's like I need to see a green card my dad pulls it out like it's a black American Express <laughs> <laughs> clunk my mom explodes uh,
0: <laughs>
2: the, <laughs> then my grandpa this is my favorite part of the story my grandpa asked my dad where he works in America and my dad tells him he's a salesman he's like I'm a salesman turns out he sells pants at JCPenney that's what he does <laughs> So my grandpa is the best part. Calls J C Penny from India. He's like, "Hey, mother works there. Cool, cool, yeah. Uh, how much does he make? Eight dollars an hour." And then they got married. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> that exchange rate got my grandpa's dick hard. That's what happened. <laughs> It's cool. They came back. They flew back to America. Uh, they raised me uh, Hindu. I was raised Hindu. Uh, I gave up on that because I tried McDonald's. I couldn't do it after that. <laughs> I was like, my God's delicious, and I get a toy. This is. It's the Bugs Life caterpillar. I love that movie. <laughs> I, gave up. I couldn't do Hinduism. I didn't believe in it because I didn't believe in reincarnation. It didn't make sense. It, the way my parents explained it, it made no sense because they, they were like, you start at the bottom of the caste system and if you're a good person, you, you die and then you move up until you get to the very top. And I was like, but you guys got to the top and you guys got to leave India. You won. You beat, you beat Hinduism. This is, America's a bonus level. Like this is... <laughs> living live in the bonus level. And I realized what happened is they got here and they're like, you know what? If we're good in this life, we could probably get to white in our next life. We could maybe get to white. <laughs> I was like, I just want to get to a rich white woman's dog. I'm trying to get right there. Because <laughs> that way I could make out with a rich white woman every day and then shit in her purse. It's a good day. <laughs> it's a good day. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> My parents raised me in Atlanta, which was fun. Um... I grew up listening to hip hop, even though I look like this. And uh, like my favorite, my favorite rapper right now, I'm, I'm a big Two Chains fan. Any Two Chains fans? One Chains fans? Any Chains fans? Uh, I'm a big Two Chains fan because uh, he has one of my favorite hip hop lyrics of all time. He has this lyric where he stops the beat and then he says, "My dick's so hard," which is already incredible. It's already amazing. It already sounds like the setup to a 50 Street joke. Like, how hard is it, Two Chains? And then he explains, he says, My dick's so hard, I made the metal detector go off. Which means Two Chains has no idea what metal is. He has no idea. <laughs> he has no idea. Also, why is he hard at the airport? Why are you getting hard at the airport, Two Chains? What's going on? Oh, take my shoes off? Girl, you crazy. Laptop out the bag. You a freak. Okay. Both? You want me to take off both chains? You nasty. Okay, alright. That's cool. Oh, you want me to just walk through here? I can walk through there. That's cool. Boop 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 boop. <laughs> oh there? That? That's my dick. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys so much. You guys have been incredible. Keep it up for your host, Paul, thank you. <laughs> Yell not everybody!
1: That was funny. I got to see the uh, the other side of the curtain bit from that two chains chunk you just enjoyed. Yeah. He did not break when he stepped back there. It was still two chains. I was I was like, "Oh, it's beautiful, man. <laughs> Yield not everybody committing to the pit. Being two chains. <laughs> It's just a certain responsibility that comes with taking on another character, a real living character. You know, you have to do your research, and obviously obviously, Neil's done that, and I uh, respect that. Okay? Okay? It's like Leo DiCaprio in that movie where he has sex with that bear. I can't wait to see it. It's supposed to be great. It's coming out in theaters soon. Um, uh, it's amazing. Apparently he has sex with this bear, and they have a relationship, and then he, they revenge on somebody. It sounds so great. I can't wait to see it. Um, anyway, I, I've never seen a trailer, but it, it sounds great. Um, it sounds great. Have you ever imagined just being in love with a grizzly bear? Did you ever see Grizzly Man? That guy was in love with like a whole family of grizzly bears. Me, me. That was so me. Oh god, the fox stole his hat. God, that movie is so good. Have you guys seen Grizzly Man? Yes. Who okay, hold on. Who here has not seen Grizzly Man? Round of applause. No, I can't don't, raise your hands. Just, I know it seems it's like natural you raise your hands, but yeah, okay. Okay fucking watch grizzly man it's so fucked up oh god you get to i'm not gonna it's like i want to talk about it but i feel like i'm also like if you're listening to the podcast and you too have not seen grizzly man fucking watch grizzly man i'm not gonna ruin it for you but how do we how do we set up like a group chat in like two weeks to like talk about grizzly man (laughs) I don't know. I don't know, but I will look into that. Yeah. Oh, good. See, I was, I was just killing time for you to get back to your seat. Get so comfortable. So comfortable. Give it for the UCB and these fucking seats, everybody. These seats have been keeping up, people, for almost eight years now. That's insane. Uh, really impressive. It's, they're so uncomfortable that you think they would have fallen apart by now, but uh, incredible. They're durable and uncomfortable. It's, it's I love magic. Anyway, uh, it's great. Magical realism, UCB, this used to be a chicken place. I'm freaking out. Anyway, uh, this next performer will also make you freak out. Put your hands together for Ian Edwards, everybody.
3: Keep it going, y'all. Keep it going. I only got 10 minutes. If y'all can do this shit for nine, I don't have to say shit. Give you one minute of hotness. Everybody good? That's crazy. I feel like I want to take a seat, too. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I want to watch this show, too. So just bring out the next comic. What if I just sat here for five minutes? he would get awkward way before that. Like, he's really just sitting there he's not doing it hey how you doing behind me alright cool everybody good some people don't believe that they're good like yeah I guess we alright I need a beer you need a beer what I look like am I dressed in black like a waiter (laughs) (laughs) I ask if you're good I didn't say can I get you anything (laughs) it's pretty arrogant (laughs) I need a beer you with the mic (laughs) sitting down being lazy get me a beer (laughs) somebody get this sweet young lady a beer (laughs) Uh, everything has changed uh everything has changed i was staying at a fancy hotel in houston and i from my room i could see the pool and they had a pool party and everybody was standing in the pool with water up to their waist with a drink in their hand talking and that shit was normal You know what wasn't normal? The one dude swimming across the pool. (laughs) That shit looked crazy as fuck. Like, people started to panic like there was a shark in the water. Hey man, what the fuck are you doing swimming in a pool? Pool is for standing in with water up to your waist and a drink in your hand and hollering at bitches. Security. Security threw his ass out the pool for swimming. Security was mad. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? You're not supposed to be using the pool for what the pool is for. Don't you come back here until you learn how to act stuck up like everybody else. They put him in the jacuzzi like it was a penalty box. dude was in the jacuzzi there was other prisoners in there what you in here for a hat on a shirt apparently that's frowned upon by the pool but that's how we party man there's no regular parties anymore we like to next level party everything Like, that was a pool party. I've been to theme parties. I haven't been to a regular party in a minute. I've been to Coachella. That's a party in the desert. There's Burning Man. That's a fucking party with fire in the desert. (laughs)
0: Like,
3: how is this, like, how is a pool party safe? Let's give everybody alcohol and put them in a slippery body of water. (laughs) Like, I've seen sober people drown. So this can't be a good idea. Coachella's a party in the desert. What happens in the desert? You get dehydrated. What happens when you drink alcohol? You get dehydrated. Perfect. Let's do that shit. Somebody might die. Apparently a party is where you save all your money from the shitty job you don't like and try to die on the weekend. That's, that's apparently what a party is. The good news is if you die, you don't have to go back to that shitty job no more. And if you almost die, I have a great story to tell at the water cooler. Man, I almost made it out. I almost died this weekend. Damn, you was almost lucky, son. Like, like I don't think you can invite somebody to a regular party anymore. You having a regular party? At the crib? Free food? music, open bar and bitches man that shit sounds whack I'm going to Larry's quicksand party that shit cost a hundred dollars to get in, I'm in Larry's quicksand party was bananas yo the DJ sunk after three songs That was the best nine minutes of party that I ever had in my life. I would have saved him, but I was periscoping it. <laughs> Only thing that fucked up Jimmy's fu- quicksand party was the one dude swimming across the quicksand. <laughs> it's a good thing security threw his ass out, put him in a puddle. <laughs> All right, what are we doing? Like, everything has changed. Not all change is good either. Like uh, I was eating in this restaurant and uh, solo and I'm enjoying my meal and then finally this white woman came and sat next to me and she put her purse in between us and her purse was wide open and I couldn't enjoy my meal anymore because now I'm worried that if something falls out of a purse later on when she goes home she's going to be like oh shit that black dude stole something out of my purse. <laughs> you know, and she was a sweet woman who you know who is politically correct and doesn't judge a book by its cover, but her liberalness was ruining my meal. (laughs) Like, I had to curse her ass out. Listen, you non-racist bitch. Don't be coming over here putting this non-racist pressure on me. I don't want to be your gateway black guy to you hating the rest of black people. few years from now, you're telling a story. I remember when I started hating black people. I was eating in real food daily and this black dude stole something out of my purse. Listen, if you're not racist, be careful where you practice your non-racism at. Because everybody's not comfortable with that shit. I'm used to racism. I'm institutionalized. Don't come around me being non-racist and ruining my fucking day. Cause I'm expecting it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to call the manager over. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. Uh, could you kick this sweet white woman out of here? Because she's ruining my meal. She's awesome, but I don't like it. You saying I have to go? So I have to leave, but this white woman can stay. So the black guy gotta go, but the white woman can stay. That's racist. Cool. I like it. I'm more comfortable I can go back to enjoying this meal and when I'm done I'm gonna go get Al Sharpton
0: <laughs>
3: when I watch bestiality videos come on y'all let's be mature they don't just make them for me I'm not that special You can feel you pulling back But this is just an observation. When I watch bestiality videos, I can't help but think that that girl has turned down dates from regular guys before. Like, that shit is crazy. Like, some dude tried to holler, hey, ma, you're beautiful, I want to take you out. And she's like, no, you're not my type. (laughs) Isn't that bananas? Like, I'd hate to be that broken-hearted dude stumbling across that video on the internet later on. This is bullshit. That's a chick I tried to ask out. What the fuck does that horse have that I don't have? She said she couldn't date me because I don't have a job. This nigga lives in a field.
0: (laughs) Behind a fence.
3: Sorry, ladies. I don't know why I'm sorry. <laughs> I know you're down with this. I liked you from the moment you ordered me to get a beer. <laughs> Still Thursday. Eh? We'll hook it up. Why not? Fuck it. Uh, so, So here's another thing that might help. So I don't know what the status of the fellas in here, but a friend of mine, he got upset when he found out that this woman that he hooked up with was faking it in bed. And I was like, Craig, shut up. Uh, First of all, men fake it first. Do you know that, ladies? Men fake it first. Like, women are second-place fakers. Like, men fake liking a woman more than we do so that they'll feel comfortable enough to sleep with us in the first place. (laughs) Like, women are like second-place fakers. You know, like, like, women... Men fake it out the bed to get you in the bed and women fake it in the bed, you know? Like women fake it in the bed. Ah, like, oh, you're huge. Wow. You are huge. Ah, oh, when you pulled it out, I thought I was in a delivery room having a baby. Oh. You are truly blessed. Mm. Feels like I'm in bed with a stripper pole. Uh guys, we fake it out the bed all the time to get you in the bed like girl you are fucking hilarious you are the funniest person I've ever hung out with in my life and I know Eddie Murphy (laughs) fuck that guy I can't even take you to his crib he'll be jealous hey man don't tell my date to be quiet it's okay boo you can talk throughout this whole movie if you want to you want some more of my food? Yeah, you can have some of my food. It's all okay. I know you ordered what you ordered, and I ordered what I ordered. But I'm not even really that hungry. I ate yesterday. So go ahead. Scrape my entire plate into your shit. <laughs> like, men fake it all the time. No, girl, I don't have any kids. I don't know how that stroller got in my closet. Come on, girl, come over here. Ah. (laughs) Oh, this picture here, Uh, that's my wife. She died. (laughs) This is the first time I've smiled since. (laughs) Basically, ladies, you won't know if a guy likes you till after you sleep with him. That's the honest truth. You can hold out as much as you want. You won't know. Then if he calls after you sleep with him, then he really likes you. He wasn't faking it. Sometimes we don't know we don't like a girl until after we sleep with her. We get tricked, too, like, shit. I was just horny. Fuck. Like, we don't realize until we're making excuses not to hang out no more. Girl, I can't hang out tonight. You ain't going to believe this my dead wife came back to life. <laughs> It'll be disrespectful of me not to hang out with her <laughs> after she done dug her way out that grave. <laughs> Why are you upset, girl? I said my wife is alive. She just done thriller-styled her way out of a grave. <laughs> All right, that's my time. My name is Ian Edwards.
1: He's so fucking, I mean, right? I said that very like casually and kind of like whatever to myself, but. Looks sick up here, right? Uh, you guys having fun, right? Yeah. I'll come back out here. The the posture is even more casual An extended clapping from you. Thank you. I love that. little lingering enjoyment. Can't help yourself. Gotta keep clapping. Don't fight it. Don't fight it. This is a time for you to give yourself away to another person and let them take you on a ride right now. You're going to let this next performer take you on a ride. (laughs) (laughs) And she just had her license revoked. I'm kidding. She's incredible. Put your hands together for Marilyn Rice Cup, everybody.
4: Oh my gosh. Uh, my name's Mary Lynn Rice Cub, nice to see you. I wish I was being sincere. I just don't know. The truth is, I don't know what I'm feeling when I'm feeling it. Sometimes I say things and then later I'm like, what, who was that? Thanksgiving, we're still in the pocket. I know it's past, but I'm not quite over it yet. What'd you guys do? I'm willing to bet most of you did something cool, like I went to the movies, or I went to Disneyland, or did anti, you did a traditional Thanksgiving? I'm talking to you. We're here together, this is a live show. There's nothing to be afraid of. I'm not gonna roast you or anything. What? What was my question? I forgot. Tradish? Tradish. Did you cook? Good for you. I feel like there's always, like, an angry woman cooking. Is
2: that supposed to
4: be me? No. You brought the alcohol. That's obviously not you. But you're cut from the same cloth, as am I, because of your defense mechanism. I get that loud and clear. Are you saying it's about me? Are you saying that that was me? I am right there with you in my heart and soul. And that's what I'm talking about. That's the cloth that I'm cut from. I don't want to be, but I am, right? Now, on my side of things, I'm working real hard to not to uncover those layers of like, ah, what? That <laughs> That shit. <laughs> I'm a white woman, you know what I mean? I'm from the Midwest. That's how we do. (laughs) We're super polite. Do we mean it? No. (laughs) Rage. Suppressed rage. With depression on top of it with neutral blank face on top of that, with politeness on top of that. Those are the layers. <laughs> the bottom one here is just sadness. <laughs> just tears coming right out the vagina. You may never get there in this lifetime. Maybe, maybe next lifetime. So I go, and it's my brother and sister-in-law's house. Lovely people, so I have to say that, so. <laughs> And it's hard for me to, now that I've, I feel like I've uncovered a few layers, I'm not going to lie. Now I'm to to outwardly rage, depression, back and forth. Uh, And so it's a lot of work for me to show up somewhere and be like, hey, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I put on heels, right? And showered, and I'm like, I'm ready to meet people I don't know. (laughs) and wish everyone a Happy Thanksgiving and just be open to it all, you know? And I go in there and my sister-in-law, who I don't see very often, I'm like, Happy Thanksgiving! She's like, (laughs) It was your idea to have us here. That was your idea. We offered to do it. You know, it's like the magazine recipes and like, oh, and then so next thing you know, I'm like, oh, are you okay?" You know, like I'm overcompensating. Can I get you something? What can I do for you? Am I offered a drink? No. (laughs) What happens to me? I get a job, which is handling raw bacon and chopping it up for some reason. I'm looking for a chopping board and my hands are in raw bacon. Like, what's wrong with this Thanksgiving? (laughs) I didn't sign up for that. (laughs) The bacon goes in a blender because it was a fancy um, gravy situation. (laughs) A fancy gravy was happening. Too much, you know what I mean? Like, you can make gravy. I don't know how you make gravy. I think you just put the juices and then flour and you stir it. But no, ah, I'm doing it all. I'm doing it all. People don't appreciate me. Fucking, who told you to put bacon in a blender? Like, I think you found that yourself and that's what you wanted. To show us, but then to not enjoy it. And then everything is like bacon, blender, like cream, sugar, corn. Oh, delicious. Next item, cream, sugar, whatever, breadcrumbs. Every item on the...
0: Sorry.
4: (laughs) You guys are past it. I can tell I'm not over it. It's still in the zone, though. It hasn't been a week yet. Because I just saw... After Thanksgiving, I saw a tweet that was like, anyone have a good turducken recipe? (laughs) What are we doing? You can't just eat your meats, you know? Like, oh, I ate some ham, and then I ate some... No, you gotta kill it. Put it in a thing, in a thing. Yeah, I got a good recipe. I'm gonna take a baby chick, shove some worms in it, take the chick, shove it in a... Duck, take the duck, shove it in a chicken, take the chicken, shove it in a turkey, take the turkey, shove it up my vagina. <laughs> you guys are so nice. It's <laughs> like, oh no. She said baby chick. Like, what do you think meat is? And that's what we're doing. Like, ha ha ha. I put a meat in a meat in a meat and then cooked it. I got it at my body temperature. Put it in the vagina. I released it into the deep fryer. Mwah. Mm. Vagina turducken. Vagina ducking. So good. What if I had a show, like a theatrical show, and I started the show, and I started it like this. Tell me what you guys think about this. I gotta commit. I gotta commit. Good evening, I'm a star, thank you. A bright, shining star. My light emanating from within. I'm just kidding, it's not from within. That's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> it's, um, it comes from other people telling me that I'm a star, <laughs> the real way. Um, I was on television, uh, on a very popular American TV show playing a computer genius who could save the world from a terrorist attack using only her computer. I can't really do that, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) But what's important is people thought that I could and identified me with that, and that's what props me up and keeps me going. (laughs) Is my name on a pinball machine? Yes, it is. My 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 likeness, yes, it is. Did a woman come up to me in Japan shaking and saying she wrote a paper about my character? Yes, that did happen. (laughs) Who in the world does it happen to, if not a huge, huge television star? <laughs> was I voted one of People Magazine's most beautiful in, in the mid-2000s? Yes, I was.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> but you know what, ladies and gentlemen? I don't buy it. Okay, I don't buy it, and I'll tell you why. First of all, the passage of time. It's over, you know what I mean? It happened. But, and it was a moment. They put a thing on me, they made me look good. They put a the certain light on it, and they said, we're gonna throw this character actress a bone. We're gonna make her beautiful for a moment. And the other reason I don't buy it is because I'm humble, okay? And that's what good people are, they're humble. They don't believe the hype, even when it's handed to them on a platter. And also, uh, another reason why I don't believe it is because I go by the wise words of my mother, the wise, um, inspirational, uh, motivational quote that she always used on me, which is, honey, there will always be someone way, way better than you. (laughs) And I live my life by that. Okay? No matter what you do in all areas, someone will be better. They will be blonde. They will be tall. They will be happy. They can do things that you can't do. They like surfing and spending time in nature, OK? <laughs> so don't even try. <laughs> Just do your best to get along. Um, I really am trying to write a show, and I want to open it with saying I'm a big star, but I'm having a hard time dealing with that. So that was me trying that. Um, all right, I'm going to wrap it up <laughs> by telling you some real life stuff and then I'm going to get out of here uh, in one second. What's a real life thing that I want to tell you? Oh, uh, my son. Hey, guys. Ex- hey, guys. Are you excited to. Um, <laughs> you guys. Uh, you're so nice. You saw me remember that shit. Hey, you guys excited to see the Peanuts movie? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was a movie until the um, bus, you know, the bus uh, poster. What's wrong with me? The ad that they, I, my son and I drive past it every morning. He's six on his way to school. He sees the thing for the Peanuts movie, right? Day after day. I think he must have been ruminating on it, c- ruminating on it. Because a couple days ago, he's like, "Hey, mom, you know why I don't want to see that movie?" I was like, "Why?" It's, it Looks old. <laughs> Like it doesn't look modern. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty harsh critique just based on the movie poster. Damn. And then he followed it up with like a minute later he was like, "Yeah, and I don't think it's for my generation." <laughs> Who is this guy? A writer for Buzzfeed? <laughs> I'm sorry. What generation are you talking about? All the first graders in your class? The communist hippie school that you go to, where the teachers call you by you call their teachers by their first name? they know (sighs) (laughs) this is also true a couple days ago um, my son you know we don't does not getting very cold here in the winter guys (laughs) (laughs) my son uh, pushed me in the pool (laughs) So I went inside and I got on the computer and um, I wiped out his 529 college savings plan. <laughs> it cost me 10%, but I was so cold and wet and angry <laughs> that it was worth it. And I went right on to the first uh, thing I could think of uh, just to spend the money. I was like, Gucci. And I just bought like a Gucci scarf and some underwear. I'm wearing it now. It's a and It'll be... <laughs> involved with the underwear <laughs> later. It's gonna take it up a notch. And then my son was like he was cowering in the house, right? And I was like, what are you doing? He's like, aren't you gonna try to push me back in the pool? I was like, no, you'll get it. <laughs> later. You'll get it on later. Okay, thanks a lot, you guys. You guys are <clears throat> Marilyn rice cub, everybody.
1: You have to keep your small children guessing. They get so fucking confident, and you have to keep them terrified. And I love that she left that lingering thread over her child's head. That is good modern parenting. Marilyn Rice, everybody. Woo! <laughs> 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 Woo! I'm having so much fun. Are you having a great time? Yeah! Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 <laughs> silent,
1: quick nodding, <laughs> y- 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 you guys having fun? Conspiratory little whispering? <laughs> Ooh, sexy? No, I want to get you a beer. I want to. It. It's the state of California. Whatever. Um, every time I go on a political jack, I lose eight followers. That's just how the whole... That's how, like, that's my... Not only in Twitter, but on in Instagram, in life. You start. I go... Once I get on about my man Bernie Sanders, good grief, man. People can't... Thank you. Give her feel the burn. I'm just... Thank you, guys. God, God bless Bernie Sanders. Uh... uh <laughs> Um. Oh, uh, <coughs> <coughs> you guys, you guys just opened up like 16 minutes of Bernie Sanders riffing.
0: <laughs> <sighs>
1: <sighs> and I'm chill. I'm back. I'm, I'm out of, I've, I've cooled the burn. The burn is on the back burner. That's a cool <laughs> wink for everybody. Um, we'll get back to the burn later. Wow, that I've never I've never talked myself off of a Bernie Sanders rant before. That's like pr- fucking grown up over the last six months. It's incredible. Uh, you all are wonderful, just wonder Wonder Guns, Wonder Buns. I'm loving every single one of you. Got a couple list, couple more performers, A couple more performers for you. And I'm so excited to bring the next one on stage. I haven't seen in a while. So when I saw him backstage, greeted each other like brothers, like a hug. It was lovely. Put you guys together for Andrew Santino, everybody. Andrew Santino, everybody (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we've been having such a good night Such a good night Such a good night Such a good night night. Uh, We're about to cap this bad baby off right now How How about that? 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 I just love firing you people up and then I don't even know. I don't even know what happens next, but you know, we'll all find out. After we bring up our final performer tonight, your headliner, put your heads together for Dan St. Germain,
5: everybody. That was real. That was an actual, that was, that was real, what I just did. That wasn't like, oh, crazy guy enters. Uh, from curtain, wacky neighbors here. I I've performed at this place countless time and I still haven't figured out what a curtain is. So that's where I'm at right now. This is fucking great. This is like a full audience, and then right here it's like WNBA playoff seating. So I feel like we're about to alright arena football. I'm not trying to be gender-biased, you sensitive motherfuckers, okay? I do not want to end up in a blog tonight. Alright? I always feel like this is the show. Hey, Ryan, how are you? Ryan, for people listening on this podcast, Ryan produces this show. He's doing a great job, okay?
0: Thanks,
5: Dan. You're welcome. I don't know why. I wanted to get a close, like a slow clap to start, like it was the end of Cool Runnings or something. I don't know why. But instead, you guys just got really quiet. Uh, so there we go. You don't appreciate this motherfucker? That's fine, okay? But he's my friend. Uh, he's my friend. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to be here. Uh, how are you guys doing? You good. Um, are you, mom and daughter? No. No. Oh, did I fuck that up? There is... You really just shouldn't. You shouldn't really do that one. On the, what I just did, you should not do that one on the fly. That is. That is up there with like Down syndrome or no Down syndrome. Like what I just did was pretty bad. Together. Oh, nice fucking killing it boom there we go ah, I, don't that, ah, I don't know what that was i don't know what that was it's really weird how long have you guys been dating for um, second date. this is second date you came to a comedy show on the second date bad fucking move <laughs> really bad move was the holocaust museum all sold out like what happened <laughs> uh second date uh, who picked up who No, I meant, like, who picked up who. (laughs) I get there. I didn't want to know the boring fucking question. (laughs) She text messaged you? Did you guys meet on a dating site? site. Which dating site? No, I am (laughs) noticing. What you can't hear is me breathing heavily (laughs) as I think about it. I'm so lonely. Uh, This is something that I did remember, though. I've never really talked about this on stage. Uh, I was in New York last week, so I started, I started thinking about New York again. And uh, I remember this is something that happened. This is, like, how good I am in relationships, just to let you know. I was on a street corner. I was, like, smoking a cigarette. And I see, like, this fucking, like, from a distance, this homeless man just rapped and just, like, muttering, muttering, muttering. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And then he gets about halfway, and I realize that it's not a homeless man, but it's my girlfriend... <laughs> rehearsing the fight she's about to have with me. I have never wanted to see a crazy homeless person more. Like She shows up, she's like, you're missing meeting my parents because you're doing a show? And I'm like, here's a dollar. And I just run away. <laughs> New bit, first time, record it, did well. This guy's still got it. Oh, God. Uh, I went on a date a couple months ago. It was a really good date. I drove this girl back to her apartment. I drove her to the garage under her apartment. We started making out of my car like a fucking Bruno Mars music video. And she's like a 10. And I'm like a 9, you know? So, uh... I've been able to hook up with girls who are way more attractive than me. But every single girl has the same backstory. They just got done dating some lacrosse player. And they're like, you know, I don't need some guy with perfect teeth and piercing eyes, and abs. I don't need abs. And then they fuck me, and they're like, oh, wait, I needed abs. It's like the end of an M. Night Shyamalan movie. It was abs the whole time. I didn't realize it. Now I'm stuck with some dude who looks like the dog from a never-ending story. So, I, uh... I get a call. I get a call. I get a call from, uh... This girl the next day, whenever I had a call from a girl I like, I sound uh, like an 18th century gold prospector. I'm like, hot diggity dog, there's pussy in California. Uh, She's like, hey, had a good time? I'm like, oh my God, had a good time too. She's like, yeah, I just got a question though. Uh, After I went upstairs and you were downstairs, um, did you get scared and take a shit in my garage? (laughs) Apparently later in the night someone took a shit in her garage. When it comes to garage shitting, I'm like a black guy in a hoodie in Florida. Guilty without trial, you know? Uh, So I told her, like, no, I didn't shit in your garage. Let me tell you something, fellas. If you had to tell a woman... No, I didn't shit in your garage. You are not going to fuck her. Not in the history of fucking has there ever been. How did I meet your grandfather? Well, at first I thought he shat in my garage. That's not going to happen. Also, did you get scared and take a shit in my garage? Is that what she thinks I do when I get scared? Where I'm like, great make But now I'm down here alone. Oh, it's happening again. Thank you, thank you for liking that. After I shed on the WNBA for a mostly lesbian crowd. I realized how I realized how dumb that was. I was like, "Oh, fuck, this is Cameron show, isn't it?" That usually gets a bigger laugh uh, and then I looked out. <laughs> That was like, and I don't have a joke for this. The only thing that, and I've had all these moments happen to me on stage. Like, I was in Vancouver. N- not a, just a story for right now, okay? Okay, listeners at home, it's not beaten out yet. Uh, I, uh, I was doing the show, and uh, I, uh, I was backstage, and my opener came up. I have an opener. That's a wreck. For the weekend. Uh, he came up to me. He's like, oh, my God, there's a guy that's drunk in the front row on the right. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Okay? And the other guy goes, God, that guy's drunk. He's like, out of it. I'm like, ah, shit okay? I go up there, start doing pretty well, and then I see this guy who's just, like, passed out. So I start, like, shitting on him, right? That's what I found out. They had gotten rid of that drunk guy 15 minutes earlier, and I was shitting on someone with cerebral palsy for five minutes straight. How did I find this out? By someone yelling, he's got cerebral palsy, you fucking asshole! Which is not how you want to find anything out. Let me tell you, that is... The worst way to find out, like even if like she's pregnant, you piece of shit, you know. And you know, we I guess that that could be bad too. But uh, so uh, yeah, that was that was uh, that was the worst. And all I could think to say was there was like a pause, and I would go, "Guess who's getting a free CD after this?" So <laughs> we could say the worst commercial. Ryan produced that CD. So Ryan, this is why they're not moving off the shelves right now. I keep making fun of handicap people. I gotta stop it. Um see it's sad. Uh I've had a lot of those <laughs> moments in my life. I've had a lot of those moments. I had the worst one night stand I've ever had. I uh, I met this girl at my friend's uh, wedding. Uh, it was this beautiful campground, like like Vermont. It was like where the Illuminati go to like play Yahtzee. You know, it's like that type of a place. And this girl comes up to me. We've been talking earlier, and she goes, "I want to fuck you in the woods in 20 minutes." I swear to God, and I'm like, finally something good's gonna happen to me in the woods. You know, it's been a while. So we go up there, and, and before I start this, all my friends are really nerdy. They're really married, okay? So I go up there, they're like, "You're going high five. I go up there, we start, we, we find a place to fuck, but it's, like, too close to the campground, so we're fucking, but I hear all my nerdy friends, and I can't get an erection. Like, you try to maintain an erection when you can hear your best nerdy friends say, like, I think Ant-Man is underrated. It's impossible. And then... Mike Lawrence, Google him, okay? I'm friends with TV personalities. Uh, And then I do the ultimate loser move. I come soft. I call it the hospice. Uh, And uh, because of this... The condom falls off, it, and it goes in. I don't know how to... I don't know how I can I came and... I don't know how to... I don't know how to make that. I, Oliver or Platt, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. I, that was a weird character actor to pick. I always pick a character actor. I don't know why. I, Kathy her, and her to Jimmy. I don't understand. Uh, so I had to tell her, hey, I'm so sorry. And I thought that she was going to be... I thought it was going to be like, hey, so sorry. kind of fell off. I came and said, high five, you know? Uh, you know, like, yeah, here's 40 bucks. Uh, and, uh... And I'm like, ah, oh, so sorry, the of fell off. And she goes, what? And I'm like, this is not gonna be like how I had thought at all. And I'm like, yeah, I'm so sorry, I was just on a wreck and it came off. And without breaking eye contact, the scariest things ever happened to me, without breaking eye contact, she digs down and goes, there's a mess inside me, which is the scariest thing I've ever heard a woman say, a man say, an animated tree warning you of the journeys ahead in a Disney movie say. And then I go, I'll pay for the abortion, which was also the wrong... Like, I jumped 10 steps ahead. Like, wh- I, that's like me like, saying, like I'll make sure the euthanasia works, you know? Like, at that point, I thought she was going to tear the condom out and started to beat it with me, you know? Like, you fucking motherfucker. But instead, she says something equally weird. She goes, all you Brooklyn boys are the same. And I'm like, what is happening now? Am I fucking a character from a 50s musical? Like... All you Brooklyn boys coming inside me. I'm going back to Oklahoma. Uh, and then I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'll pay. I'll pay for the morning after bill. And then again, she like, I, I, I didn't hear it the first time. She goes, There's a mess inside me. Ah, mess. And she runs away. I swear to God, like we were in woods and she ran into more like, my like God. Did I just fucking urban legend? What just happened? Is my dick gonna be haunted now? Uh, so I go downstairs and this is when and this is and this is where the story ends. This is when I realized how married my friends are. They're like, dude, how was it? And I'm like, oh I tried to fuck her, and then you said this should have been Ant Man, and I came, and then she goes, There's a mess inside me. I'm like, well way scarier. Uh. and then she ran away into the woods, she found more woods. And there was a pause, and my friend just goes, Nice. <laughs> like Marriage. Thank you guys, have a good one.
1: St. Germain, everybody! He will come and fuck at your wedding. Those are good friends. That is our show. Thank you for coming out to put your hands together. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, check out the check out the podcast. You saw it live. Then, like, sit at work. Just take it back in. Transport your back. Fl- Flashback to a fun Tuesday night. Fun time that you had with me, your host Paul Danke at Paul Danke on all social media, and uh, just reflect on the great times. Yeah, you can uh, you can scoot out now. This is but this is what's happening. You're leaving the Avengers before Samuel Jackson comes in at the end. At the end of the credits, pulls your mouth some crazy shit. It's not true. I got nothing. They felt it. They knew it. They were leaving. Uh, you guys, you know what? You're free to go too. All of you are free to go. Get out of here. You know what? I'm gonna go too. I'm gonna leave with you. Mine is Paul Dank. You guys are great.
0: Put your hands together. 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 Put your hands together, put your hands together, put your hands together, put your hands together, get ready to laugh with your hands together, put your hands together, get ready to color your hands together, put your hands together.